Gabby, I almost died in a car accident on Monday. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why am I only hearing about now? Because it four days later. Podcast material. I'll tell you what happened. See, I was, it was Monday morning and you guys were running around the house with your head cut off. It's first day of school, first day of school. <laughs> uh, and then next thing you know, I hear like, Zoom's off the internet, Zoom's off the internet, right? Uh, so I felt that I had to tech, had to play tech guy, tech, tech guy. I don't know what that is. Uh, IT, IT IT guy. Yeah. So I was hanging around. I did my morning meeting that I usually have uh, every morning here instead of going into where I usually do and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I was relaxing. I think you made a, a breakfast that morning, I believe. I did. Eggs. Eggs. We had sausage. Sausage. It was a toast. Toast. Yeah. I've been breakfasting it up all week. It was perfect. Uh, so it was a smooth morning. I had no rush. Right. Correct. Uh, I said goodbye to everybody. <laughs> I waltzed outside, saw the maintenance guy, gave him a good wave. Oh, nice. Because it's like uh, one of those sunny, I felt like I almost should have picked up the newspaper in the, mor- in the front yard. That's yeah. one of those mornings, right? Uh, as I drive to the uh, end of our parking lot, which is the beginning of our development, mm-hmm. uh, there's a person uh, walking along. Slowly, a little, little elderly than me, right? All right. So I'm like, I've got nowhere to go. <laughs> mosey on. No horn. I don't care. Sure. I'm just enjoying my morning. And that's also being a good neighbor. It is because <laughs> <laughs> they recognize my car from the 50 feet it was parked at <laughs> 10 seconds ago. They'd be like, ah, that uh-huh. jerk. Right. <laughs> uh, so I let that person go on by. Uh, I make the left-hand turn. I go up the little hill, which is a slight road that connects to the main drag, which it connects to the main main drag, right? Mm-hmm. So I wait there. Uh, I look both ways. There's a jogger. I say, hey, go right ahead. Right? I'm just letting people mm-hmm. in left and right. And no rush. No rush. I'm fine. I'm. It's, it's a beautiful morning. Right? <laughs> uh, so I continue on my way. Over to the back of the neighborhood where the, that's where you hit your first light and you're hitting a main drag. Yes. Uh, I pull up to it. I'm the only car there. I wait about maybe 30 seconds. And then I notice that all the traffic starts slowing down. I'm like, oh, I've got a green light. Uh, I look to my left because I'm turning left. And I just happen to notice that there's a giant dump truck there with two guys in the, in the cab. I remember specifically one was wearing a very bright yellow shirt. The other one was wearing a white shirt, just looking right in the eyeballs. That's how close I was to these people. Wow. There was another truck making a right-hand turn onto the street I was exiting from. It was in a small white SUV. Obeying uh, all traffic signs, turn signal and everything. And since I just had uh, allowed two pedestrians in front of me, I decided, hey, maybe I should just glance over to the right-hand side. Uh, and see that the traffic's slowing down, right? Yes. Uh, I see traffic slowing down and coming to a halt. There's nobody in the intersection over there. Mm-hmm. I'm good to go. I feel like this is a beautiful day. I turn <laughs> my head and start accelerating on the gas ever so slightly. And by the time my car hits the white line of where you cross over, where you're supposed to stop. Yes. Um, as my tires cross over that. Out of my peripheral, this giant black SUV just screaming at probably about 45 miles an hour, just right in front of my car. Oh, no. Wow. Right through the red light. Oh, God. And for a split second, I thought, what the hell just happened? And then B, I thought, maybe I should chase this guy 
and get his license plate number. And then, but then I thought, oh man, uh, all the crazy things that are going on this year, you know what? Maybe I should just let it go. <laughs> but I, for some reason, I felt that uh, I should have uh, brought justice to, because if you're going to run that, that was a obvious look. I've ran red lights accidentally. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he came up to an intersection where a dump truck was parked at and just flew right by it. I mean, I don't, unless you were in a situation where you don't have brakes. Right. Right. You should be blaring your horn through the intersection or uh-huh. something. Uh-huh. Something. This guy was just in a rush, didn't care, blew through a red light, almost clipped the front of my car in half. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I tell you? Because this would make a great podcast story. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, that's so crazy. Why would I ruin your first days back at school by coming home and telling you that I almost met my demise? (laughs) Had a near miss. (laughs) You almost had all of this to yourself. (laughs) This and half of a car. Until the next payment's due. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Oh, sweetie. That's that's just awful. I I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything. The people who... There's, you know, there's sometimes they're just not words. There aren't. And <laughs> I'm just so happy that that person didn't hit you because you have a really bad track record with cars. That's not true. <laughs> uh, my track record with cars. And uh, for those who don't know, I had totaled two cars within a month and a half's time. Those two cars. Uh, OK, so first one, I ran into the car in front of me like an idiot because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> And I was going about maybe 15 miles an hour. And when I slammed on the brakes, I might have hit the guy at like 10 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. But it just happened to rip up the whole front quarter panel that they said, oh, we're not going to replace that. It will just total the whole car. And then the other one was a slow motion accident where I saw a teenager (laughs) uh, turning across lanes at at the same intersection that I just previously got in an accident with. And she was turning as I was. Uh, traveling westbound she was turning northbound and i was like is she really turning does she not see me like <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, a, I'm in a car i know it's dark but i got headlights on like i'm not invisible right. and she just kept slowly keep kept turning <laughs> and i was like she really does not see me and i had enough time of where i was drinking uh, did i have a milkshake at the time i don't remember what i had oh <laughs> I had enough time that I took a sip of my milkshake or drink, or whatever it was, and I just slightly swerved the car away f- more to the center uh, center line, uh-huh. and she just uh, cheese grated the side of my car with her bumper. What a shame! Yeah, uh, the door I was sitting in too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just slowly stopped. But I was that one. I felt uh, I was on a road that was thirty five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. But I saw this car, I saw this accident happening, and I just couldn't believe it was happening, that I was able to at least stop <laughs> in the intersection. <laughs> that's how slow I stopped. I mean, okay, that's how quick I stopped also. Uh, right. But I was able to, I was, I was trying, I thought that I could just swerve out of the way, but she just kept getting closer and closer. I don't know. It's, a, it's very hard to explain. All right. So we need to get like a psychologist on here. That doesn't who make understands it, no. neuroscience. What? Why is it I that? Didn't do okay, so wrong. you mentioned two different things that strike me as what people always experience when they go through a trauma. It's like an accident. The world stands still, <laughs> and someone else's fault, or it goes super fast. But like usually, it's like the world just slows down, mm-hmm. and you're watching everything. 
Also, the second thing you mentioned with the first, well, the accident that happened on Monday was that you noticed the details. Yeah. Like the guy's eyes met. Mm -hmm. You met this guy and you like so vividly remember this dump truck and the guys on there. Yeah. We had a, me and that man had a moment. Right. I don't think we winked at each other, but we could have. Oh, it's just beautiful in its tragedy. But the thing is, you missed it and it didn't happen. Thank goodness. Mm. But. I'm the type of guy that remember all that shit anyway. You would? Yeah. All right. Totally <laughs> recall. Interesting thing is, your accidents you talked about just then, uh, the two in a row, mm-hmm. that weren't your fault. Um, well, same uh, area, no. right? The first, uh, yeah, they were probably about uh, 30 feet from each other. Uh, the first one was my fault. I was just mm-hmm. not paying attention. Didn't you a couple of weeks ago tell oh, me about... pause. Uh, I think the first one was halfway not my fault. I don't think that the car in front of me had their foot on the brake. So as I was driving slowly towards this car, I didn't realize that the car wasn't stopped. Right. I thought this car, it's at an intersection and this car was trying to make a left hand turn. But all the the traffic lined up at the stoplight wasn't allowing the car to make a left hand turn off the road. Mm -hmm. So I I believe for what I believe, I because I don't remember seeing brake lights. So I think whoever was in that car was just kind of just idle and neutral in the intersection without the brake lights on or the or the brake lights didn't work because i specifically don't remember seeing brake lights mm-hmm. until i really got too close and went this car isn't going anywhere <laughs> that exact thing happened to me only it wasn't like yeah i mean that happened to me because we were about to go through an intersection um this pathfinder was in front of me they stopped short I guess I was following too close behind. That's what the ticket said. But yes, like there were no so brake lights. That's correct. I'm I'm going to tell you that it was my fault because in the eyes of the law, if you hit a car, if you rear in a car, it's your fault unless it's some other guy. Who hits I was yeah, like, yeah. I was so pissed because the woman was explaining, yeah, we know the car, the car just stalls out every now and then. And I was just like, oh, are you kidding me? She doesn't get any ticket. Like there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, anyway, it was my first accident. I almost died. <laughs> Sweet. Was the point glad you're here let's well. toast to that <laughs> and also you would have had to, you would have done this podcast with someone else you wouldn't have missed a week are you kidding me <laughs> i would be a shambles right now uh, okay I, okay, I, okay so. relax i don't know what the fuck you're doing but you're bringing it down already <laughs> you're just gonna start crying on a podcast i wanted to say that two times the charm for you because you had twice in that other area not the charm like two times bad luck you know how they say three Things come in threes. Yeah, but usually that's like, in a, a close time frame. That's yeah. been, I don't know how many years. But what? Oh my gosh. But it happened real close for you before in that same area. And then no. you told me a couple of weeks ago, just listen. Okay. You told me a couple of weeks ago that like a block away from there, you almost got into an accident. Like you saw this, I think it was like another dump truck or something. Like someone was going into that weird intersection by where that development is right before our development. Like right down the street from that light. Yeah, people just drive like assholes all over the place. Uh-huh. I don't remember this in particular. Okay. So cool story. Uh so I always You are too much. Don't I'm just saying steal people's ideas. Uh but I was listening to a podcast the other day called Podcasting Step by Step. Mm-hmm. And it's by this woman, Sarah. I don't know her name. Oh, look at you! Let me podcasting I, step by step. Yeah, but you can Google it later. I, I'm real. I don't know how to pronounce her name. You can look up her name and then not know how to pronounce it. Also, that's my point. <laughs> what is the issue there? 
I just we have to stop and then explain no, to you. No, you're that stopping. I could have been fact checking. That was my that you that I can't pronounce her name. I 100 percent know I can't pronounce her name. What are you fact checking on? <laughs> that her name is hard to pronounce and it's weird. There's the, I I don't want to diss this woman. I don't understand what your problem is. Here's the beauty of it, right? Uh, so I'm listening to it and she talks about how you get started doing a podcast and how you do things on social media, promoting, how do you uh, get guests, all these different things about podcasting, right? Uh, and then on one of her episodes, maybe about a year ago, she had this gentleman on and he's a very interesting guy uh, and he, uh, his name is Matthew Dix. And he, what he's on about and he's tell, talking about how to tell stories, right? And the first thing about stories is that when someone says they can't pronounce a name, the other person stops the whole show and goes, let me check and make sure you can't pronounce this name. That'd be the perfect. You're getting up a set again. It's only been two no, episodes. No, I'm not. It's you, only been two episodes. I have to deal with your upset. So no, just go ahead. You're being the diva. Uh, and this guy, just how intriguing this guy is. And it's it's, it's how he tells stories, obviously, right? Because uh, the way he can extract like only the details that can just move a story along and just keep you interested in it. I kind of felt kind of inspired by it. Right. Kind of felt like I should then take everything that he talks about. I mean, obviously this is what it is all about. I mean, she's definitely a, how to do a podcast. You brought a guy (laughs) on it to how to tell stories. So that's why I get upset sometimes. Right. Uh, I listen to talk radio. So I know how a conversation is supposed to go. I know how to interject. I know how to pull back and let someone else talk. Right. Uh, I know how to stop, hopefully, someone from just rambling on. These are all things that I use at work, too. When we have uh, our morning meetings and you're only supposed to talk for like a minute, you just, you have to be like, you have, to, I, 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 we understand this is important. We can come back to that. Let's not let someone else talk, right? Uh, it's it's all the way a communication is supposed to be between two people. Yes. I... I'm now kind of interested in the moth. You should work on a story. And seriously, uh, I don't know. Do you apply to the moth or do you have to audition for it, I guess? No, I think it's a sign up for and probably do. So at work, we have uh, Toastmasters, right? And that's more for speaking formally. And there's a lot of similarities between the two. But the moth seems more like uh, free-flowing storytelling as where Toastmasters is like, more about correcting the mistakes you have and more of building your confidence of speaking in front of people, right? Yes. Uh, and not saying uh, a whole bunch of times. <laughs> the moth is more content as opposed to Toastmasters presentation. Does that, does that make that sense? That makes total sense. Okay. So the thing is, yeah, I would say the moth, you're already memorized your story. You're not. True. You d- But you know what? As comedians do, they always take their, they always have a routine. They always have a bit, right? But it's not always the same. Sometimes you get into a rhythm. Uh, something might distract you. You might throw off your wording a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like you want to or you have different versions of it. It's just, you know, you know the road you're supposed to be on and you're just staying between the yellow lines. <laughs> the the dotted light in the middle doesn't really matter as long as you're kind of just getting down the road, right? Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this for two reasons, Right. Uh, it's a weird way that I found this guy, Matthew Dix. <laughs> the, the the first thing is I watched some of his storytelling on YouTube. Uh, you can pause this podcast and go listen to some, Wait, wait, wait. Don't don't pause it. Listen to this first. Finish, finish listening to us. 
and then go back and open up a second tab <laughs> and type in Matthews and then watch some of his stories. Some of his stories really good. I don't want to get into his stories. I know Gabby had a, had an urge to spoil all of his stories in three seconds. Did you not? I just want to say he's magnificent. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Google him. He's great. Uh, but I wanted to mention his stories because I told a story on a podcast, what, last episode where I mentioned I used to call the operator when I was young because me and my friends were idiots or drunk and we would argue about things and we thought, oh, who would get the answer? I know we should call it information and whatever that lady <laughs> had, whatever her information was, was going to be what we would use. That would be our defining answer. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's how we Google things before there was Google. Such quaint times. <laughs> it's weird. And now, then I was watching some of Matthew's videos and he tells an anecdote describing the exact same thing. And I felt like, oh, he stole my my premise, my concept. Hey, <laughs> I never done anything with it except for I may mention it once in a blue moon. And I finally mentioned it on the podcast one time, right? <laughs> uh, but I, then I realized it's weird that other people did the exact... Okay, so... We all blew on Nintendo cartridges. We all did that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. But it, but it's when it comes to the weird things like, you know, uh, calling the operator because uh, that's the only person you can think of that could answer a question if you don't know the answer to or anybody around doesn't know the answer to. Is, I felt it was kind of a niche thing. I didn't realize that it caught, could have been a more popular thing. Maybe like two out of five households were like, let's call the operator. Right. But if he told it, and in a, in a manner of telling a story about his childhood, and I, and I haven't seen too many people talk about their childhood at the same time frame my childhood happened, mm -hmm. it happened more often. I, I thought that was very interesting that he had the same experience and thought it was fun enough to actually tell it into a story also, mm -hmm. which I've always wanted to incorporate that into some kind of joke or anything like that. But I've, you know, I'm lazy and I can't figure out how to write that stuff. Uh, second thing I mentioned it is because listening to him and the way he weaves stories, it's just so beautiful that he can get this done in like five minutes, mm -hmm. right? All of his stories are about five or six minutes long. Uh, he makes me kind of want to write. Uh, so one of the concepts I had for a joke, I felt would be perfect for it. So I sat down and I start writing a good portion of it. Uh, I feel that two pages is about five minutes long. And I wrote about maybe a little over a page. There's a lot of, I got most of the the, the finite detail in there. I mean, the, the the I'm just trying to need to paint more pictures around everything a lot better. But concepts are all in there. I think I got everything. I might have to jog a memory about the, the, the situation. But... Uh, I, I think I wrote something. I think <laughs> I think I wrote something that cost possibly be five minutes. Do we have a little preview? No, we do not have a preview. There's oh. no way in hay that I'm going to say right now. Oh, I think that's really awesome. I can't wait to eventually when you're ready to reveal it, to read it or hear you. Hear it. Why would I just let it read it and then mm. throw it back into a drawer? <laughs> uh, Matthew also, Matthew Dix also has a, he runs workshops. I think they're probably pay workshops or probably pay through membership. I don't know. You're going to Google it. I don't know. Well, don't point. look at me right now. Just tell your story to people. Uh, but he has a, a concept of homework for life. Mm -hmm. And what he does every day is in a notepad or something like that. 
which I think he has a spreadsheet on a computer, he takes down and writes down the most interesting thing or the most, what just a little tiny thing, like a sentence or two, the most interesting thing that happened to him in his life. And he talks about how when you do that, it kind of slows down time for you. And you notice that you're not just living day to day, that you actually have moments in your life that you can look back on. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you can ask him what he did Thursday. You can ask anybody what they did last Thursday, and you're like, I have a hard time. But since he takes notes every day, little tiny notes, he can remember at least one thing and probably the most interesting thing that happened to him last Thursday. That's so beautiful. And it's also, uh, he, he does it to keep track and possibly, you know, these could possibly be stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of concepts that he, he mentioned a couple of times in some of the interviews I listened to of things he wants to take as, as stories. Some things that he has in one story and puts into it, it does he it, it extrapolated from it because it never brought to the story anymore to it. It was just another story in another story. So he thinks that he doesn't have any room for it, but he thinks that could be something later that he could turn into another story. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. Uh, the guy's super interesting. The po- the the podcasting step by step is really really interesting. I think she puts about one out every month or so, and she has some interesting guests on. I I, I just uh, wanted to get off my chest the whole operator thing. Oh, I thought that was very interesting. That I I told the story last week, and then three days later, I accidentally stumbled upon a guy on a podcast I wasn't expecting to stumble upon. And then YouTubed him and uh, checked out some of his content, and he told the exact same thing I said. Mm-hmm. So, are we? Can we uh, kind of promote his podcast? By the way, oh sure, I just stumbled across it. Yeah, he yeah. has something called Speak Up Storytelling, the podcast. Yeah, that sounds about right. That he does with it looks like his wife. Yes, I believe they did mention uh, he does his podcast with his wife. And he has a lot of upcoming events happening, like he workshops um, in September. He is so it looks like. Well, he's Connecticut-based in, like, the Hartford area. Yes. And he has it lined up through September, October. You pick it. I think you yeah. did mention he was in between Boston and, and New York or something like that. So pretty awesome. Yeah, he just is. Mm-hmm. He leaves you breathless. And like Boofer said, it's five minutes and you're forever changed by this guy's life. And he has so many different stories that he's telling you about his life. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this person is so amazing. But this person is everyone. Like, all of us have this within us. And that concept of writing the most significant or exciting thing that happened to you every single day, I'm going to start doing that because it scares me how much goes by where I don't even realize it. And you go through the motions, you go through everything and you just sort of like play it out and you forget. And it's like we become okay with this forgetting. But there's so much beauty in everything we do. Every single person out there. He told four stories that you saw yeah how many times did you cry every single time every time i didn't know you cried every time i thought it was just the last two ones um well well i think it just mm. built up emotion more and more (laughs) oh and by the way the operator one yeah relax Uh, again spoilers jeez yeah (laughs) uh so on even sadder news i pulled off my first live streaming retro gaming uh can't win for losing live on facebook live it was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised it went off with a hitch. Uh, I think the uh, capture card that I used ha- was had a little bit of a lag, but I think uh, you know what's funny. Uh, the not as much engagement as we saw some other times when we were just talking about random things, right? But 
engagement from people who usually don't engage, right? Right. It caught the attention. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. I mean, it's not that uh, I'm trying to find something else to do on the Facebook Live. I'm just finding something fun to do for a couple of minutes where we're available for anybody to hang out with us. That's all it is. Exactly. And, you know, we're sort of, um, we talk about sports and everything here, but we also venture into other areas. And yeah. I think it's okay to do that with our Facebook Lives as well. Yeah. Show that. I love being reiterated. We're trying different things. You're so horrible (laughs) because there's a difference between reiterating and making the point that I just made (laughs) that you don't, I can't stand you. Let's go on. Hey, by the way. Yes. Life is beautiful right now. And this whole week, like seriously, from Monday on, I've been enjoying everything. I've been cooking every single meal. For some reason. Well, just think um, about this. Think about this. What if I died <laughs> on Monday? <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead. You've been cooking yeah. every meal. I have noticed that breakfast has yeah. been a thing. Mm-hmm. Breakfast and, and healthy balance. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, not just chocolate chip pancakes this no. time. Just like you legit bacon and eggs, sausage and eggs. By the way, uh-huh. you all are the worst because I make chocolate chip pancakes one time and you bother me. You're like, every single time you make it. No. No. It's, no. Atticus and I both know that it's chocolate chip pancakes and uh, just boxes from Alta Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> They're so every day. To me. <laughs> he still throws that in my face. Yeah. Oh, this package, mommy. It's from Ulta, isn't it? It could, like, it could have a big Amazon <laughs> smile on it. He's like, man, it's probably Ulta. <laughs> it's like the longest running joke you were, so you need to be pleased with yourself. Hilarious. No, but I've been just making every morning, getting up early, making them breakfast, and being healthy and getting out when we can. I've been taking Atticus on his little bike, and I've been jogging after him. He's it's hard to keep up with him now. <laughs> okay, so he's he's relearned his bike. Yeah. Perfect. Uh-huh. And he's just he's matured so much over the summer. It's crazy. His attitude, his disposition. He's always been a happy kid. Correct. Right? Just the child would start laughing like a little drunken baby whenever he would get <laughs> too tired. Like his witching hour was just laughing. Over excitement. Mm-hmm. So that's his kind of natural go-to and the thing is through the years i mean sure kids have their moments and their moods and we've had a little bit of difficulty sort of getting him to remember to be positive and you know it's been a weird year um but he at this point i don't know i've just he's really growing up and it's pretty awesome now you're going to start crying. I am going to start crying. <laughs> but um I'm very grateful right now. Yeah, he's he's turning into a, a little mature man. Mhm. Mhm. Even the way he looks at the world, it's just some of the things he says, it's so mature. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, he said something to Boofer earlier today about the video games because he knew that we were going to do the gameplay and we spoke to him earlier about it because we were afraid it would upset him. It's like after his bedtime that we do everything. And he, I don't and, want him to yeah. feel that we're just out here playing video games without him. Right. And he had some difficulty with it at first. He, mm-hmm. he was worried that he was going to be missing out on something. Right. And then we talked about how, well, Boofer came up with the idea that he would do like little mini practice video gameplay with him in the back room and um, back room. In his bedroom, like where the <laughs> Sega is. Um, and, but it's you know, a small that kind place. Of won this him is the over. front room. Those are the back rooms. It's fine. The yeah, yeah. Um, and just the way he handled it, it was like tough for him at first. But then he 
we talked about it, like there's been so much more talking and just reasoning. And he's at that point where maybe seven is the age of reason. I don't know, like whatever, but he's getting it and it's really fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I have to say just being grateful over that. So, and also being grateful that you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is can't win for losing. Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it podcast. Mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. I am your host, Boover T. Justice, and on today's dais, it's actress, YouTuber, maker of omelets because she Googled it on the YouTubes and watched it on the Pinterest with IG images to help her get the Twitter tweets out. I don't know which one you did it on, but I heard this morning, I thought it might have been someone else on a computer watching things they're not supposed to, but it was a (laughs) very loud music, and I was like, oh, this must be a tutorial about breakfast. Well, with omelets, you want to make sure that you get right, and there's a very (laughs) specific way to make the omelets. Gabby, uh, when you make food, there's a thing that you want to do is about getting it right. (laughs) My omelets have always turned out a wreck through the years, and it's not until I watch like a tutorial again that I remember what you're... You know, the flipping right. and the and the and the what's it called? I don't know. It's just a thin and it's a swirling around mm-hmm. and then it's a fold and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. I remember this from home ec. I am. I don't know how old, but home ec was a long time ago. Right. Okay. So my home ec teacher, um, God rest her soul, she didn't teach us that. <laughs> Pause. But she taught, I think all of my teachers are by now. <laughs> but no, she was super cool. Like she, we focused a lot on sewing, and I made my autographed dog there. There was no home ec teacher that was terrible. I can't think of one <laughs> that I think everybody was excited to go cook something. Yes. And we made brownies. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would anybody show up to that place and be like, oh, I hate going to home ec? No, seriously. She was awesome. Like, yeah. Every mm-hmm. home. Okay. I may say this one more time. I'm going to reiterate <laughs> myself. Every home, <laughs> home ec person w- was cool. Yeah. I know. Okay. Perfect. I only had the one. She was amazing. <laughs> Every single one of them was amazing. (laughs) She's no different from the rest of them. They're all great. I realized I need a new saute pan. Like I need a smaller one. Smaller one. Not a new one. I've already replaced that. Uh The the non-stick coating is still there. I love it. The dot is still there. Yes. Uh, You need a small one. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Boom. I now have my credit card back from the mail from being stolen. (laughs) Right. Uh, So now I can go buy saute pans. Ten inches. (laughs) Eight, they make it. I think they make an eight-inch pan. I too. want an eight-inch. An eight-inch. Yes, eight-inch. Um, all right. Thank you. Sold. What do you got for me? I have the NBA restarting, but are they? They it's, are. Oh, but okay. Um. So. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> okay, sure they are. But there's a lot of back and forth still, and there was this meeting today. Like there was a no, phone call conversation. Yeah, with Jordan and mm-hmm. with Russell and uh, CP3. Right. I'm so, gonna Chris Paul. Taylor Rooks um, she tweeted out the following updates she said sources say LeBron James was the last player to speak on the call and he delivered a strong thoughtful message to the owners his main point was that the work has to continue and the owners have to truly dedicate to advancing this cause and then sources are saying that Michael Jordan has taken a strong position to help owners see different points of view I think the owners grabbed him and said hey the, the players will listen to you 
Yeah, it seems to be. I mean, was he always in that position where no, he's, he's the... just an owner of the the Bobcats. That's all. Oh, he's the right. ma- he's the majority owner of the, and plus he's a minority. He's a majority minority owner. Uh huh. See what I'm saying? That's confusing. All right, he <laughs> said he isn't just speaking on um, speaking as an owner. Or even as a player, he's speaking as a black man, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then we have the joint call with the owners. It just concludes, she says. Sources say players had a list of important things. Players want organi- organizational changes. I can't say that word. All right. Including dedicated coalition with full-time jobs to manage the issues. Voting, police reform. They want to be proactive instead of reactive. And to me, if the players... Okay, this is me, not Taylor rooks at this point okay who's taylor rooks she's i believe a reporter for espn who where's she was where's Woj? i don't know I, he's reporting all the all the all the nba uh a t sorry Woj. he was live on espn last night when i flipped it on that's, who, saw, that's, oh, who, that's who we saw yes. all right now i knew it was Woj. <laughs> um, <laughs> if athletes are willing to make this stand and really push for real change, that would be major. Don't you think? I don't know if... Yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. But I don't know why it would take the point for an entire league to boycott for, you know, all the police departments or all the government facilities in the in, in the land to start taking notice of things that have been happening already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I don't understand why it takes a league that's not uh, in certain markets, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What if you're not in an NBA market? You know what I mean? I don't, I get, I get the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't understand why it takes a person from another town, a person who works in a different town that is from a different town to make a difference in a third down you know what i mean isn't that incredible how people just kind of step in and they say something needs to change we need to be the people to make that change it's like that documentary we saw Mm -hmm. why 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 does it take riots the quote-unquote riots right protesting slash riots right right Mm -hmm. i'm I'm air quoting riots every time i say it because that's what everybody depends on who you talk to depends on what it is right yeah i mean why does it even take that for no one to 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 say that there's an issue and then st- everybody still ignores it. So I, I believe every night Portland's still going bananas, right? Yes, they are. Has anything changed in Portland? I don't think so. See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't. I'm not sure what needs to change for people to actually be like, oh, all right. And I understand that there's ways and processes of doing these things. Mm-hmm. Do I believe they're hard at work, staying up late nights to get this all done, so the next time they have to vote on something, it works? I don't think that's doing. I don't think that's doing either. You get, you know what you get? You get uh, politicians saying politician things, right? Yes, you do. You have people just being like you're saying that performance, right? And they don't care beyond that. But I think there are legitimately some people out there who care so, enough to do the work. That is correct. And what? I I know the last guy who lost in St. Louis was about that and lost to the guy. I, I, I wish I could remember his name, but I heard him on the radio and he wanted to change something. He said he didn't even want to run, but the only reason he ran is because he felt things needed to change. Mm-hmm. He didn't win, and it was kind of upsetting the way I heard him speak multiple times on the radio about all the issues in St. Louis and stuff like that. And still, uh, other other people don't want to listen. They, they just think everything's okay. 
Yeah. I mean, the corruption runs so deep and like it's everyone. It's not that it's deep. It's also wide, right? Mm -hmm. That's the point. Mm -hmm. It runs too wide. Yeah. It's, It's not how deep it goes. It's not even that deep. But if you, okay. Let's think about like this, right? It's just blatant in your face, it's, not deep at all. Yeah, it's, it's just in your spread face. spread across everywhere. Mm-hmm. If more people who have the means, like let's say um, the money to make a difference in a good way though, do that. For example, LeBron James with his schools, the I Promise schools. Mm-hmm. He's actually putting his money to work to try to help the greater good in this country. I get that. The problem know? is is that the money that's involved in the government makes LeBron's money look like pocket change. I know it just it's so sickening. There's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't understand why it takes uh why people think it's going to take people of more Q rating, I guess. I don't know. Someone yeah. more front facing, m- more money making right i i I, to to say celebrities and rich the celebrity and rich right that's what i guess i'm trying to say right Mm -hmm. why do they have to stop doing what they're doing to then say that it's not i'm not saying they can't stop and i'm not saying they shouldn't stop i just i don't understand why it gets to the point where they have to be like you know what we're just going to stop being this this uh escape for people Mm -hmm. right i think a lot of that came down to uh, the kid, the 17-year-old, who uh, just walked by the police and pretty much spent the night at home, right? Yeah. Instead of uh, being picked up on the street at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, that's what uh, resonated with a lot of people, right? You do something so horrific, and then you just go home, and you turn on the TV as if nothing ever happened, right? Yeah. Am, I sp- if, am I not supposed to do my podcast because... I the only reason I'm doing it is because I feel that uh, if people don't need an escape today, then they're going to need one tomorrow, right? Right. And or the next day or something like that. Just I want to be available for when anybody needs me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I get not doing things off of off of principle and morals. Yeah. But I don't. No, I. I th- I think I'm hearing what you're saying, and you can certainly correct me if I'm off on this, but I think what you're saying is the every person, right, mm-hmm. protesting in Portland, in Kenosha right now, protesting, um, trying to make their voices heard collectively, why is that not enough? Like, why does it take the more powerful to say, nope, we're not going to entertain you, Correct. to finally have something done, if it even if gets it, done. If it gets done. You that's, yes, yeah, that's so my point. I get that frustration totally. I'm thinking, thank goodness, at least they are doing something, but you're right. Like, why does it have to take that? Why? It, that's not even as big as people just standing in the street all night long mm-hmm. in front of the police stations down in, in Portland, right? Like, yeah. if you don't, my gosh. If you don't mm-hmm. notice that happening then I don't know what's going on. I'd assume a lot of retirements happening, a lot of police retirements happening lately. I would think so. Uh, the guy, I just, uh, someone, uh, I just heard about someone just retired not too long ago in a in a position a couple of days after an incident happened. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, you're going to be held accountable, I, 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 you still have to be held accountable. You can't just like skirt the system. You, this isn't like Pete Carroll, right? You can't, <laughs> You're Wait, confused. what happened with Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll got in trouble for NCAA NCAA violations uh, like 10, 15 years ago, however long it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said, 
uh, they were like, oh, you're going to be fine. You're not going to be able to coach for I don't know how long. And he said, it's cool. I'm just going to quit and go to the NFL. And he's been coaching the Seahawks ever since. Wow. Yeah, there's no way Pete Carroll's going back to college football. It's not going to happen unless he goes back, uh, gets uh, whatever. I have, to, I have to read into it, but he'd be suspended for I don't know how long or indefinitely. I don't know if he's indefinitely suspended. I don't know if there's anything has gone afterwards. But he just was like, you know what? <laughs> you can't fire me and I don't have to pay any fines or anything because I won't be part of the organization. Or I won't be part of the NCAA anymore. That's incredible. I had no idea. And yeah. that's just shattering because I kind of liked him. <laughs> yeah. Pe- people love Pete Carroll. People in Seattle love Pete Carroll. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people in USC just don't like Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's just like like a police chief, right? If you're on the job for you know 15 years, you let all this S happen and you're sweeping it under the table and it finally comes to the fan. And then you're like, oh, there's nothing really I can do at this point except for, you know, oh, let me think about it over the weekend. And on Monday, you're like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to take that retirement now. You should still be held accountable, uh, not because you're not. I mean, you should be held accountable of of the time frame that you're in charge of all these people Mm -hmm. and not just be let off the hook because, oh, I don't work there anymore. Right. It needs to be done in a responsible way where people have their histories investigated, like going through each of the different cases under. <laughs> if you're in uh, a, a situation of power and possible corruption and stuff like that, not just any any day schmo that works like my kind of job. We don't need to investigate my past. Well, you've got <laughs> nothing to hide. I don't. But just the weirdness <laughs> like... of, you know, it's funny. I went uh, for a clearance and stuff like that. They were like, oh, we need to investigate you. And then they would come and ask me all mm-hmm. these questions. And I'm like, well, this doesn't seem like you're investigating. It just seems like you're just asking me all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me an example? What do you mean? Like, who like... are your neighbors? I'm like, oh, I don't know. They're the people next to me. Go knock on the doors. You know my address. <laughs> That's just minor things like that. I was like, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the work here. Yeah. Answering your questions, I get it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you tell me uh, who your boss was 15 years ago? Not 100% locked. They don't work there anymore. Mm-hmm. I could give you, you know what? I'll just give you a I don't think it's probably an appropriate thing to be like, oh, Steve Smith is my boss from 15 years ago. But I don't think there's any way you can go back and look at a company that's been defunct for 15 years to be like, oh, who's the manager of this one guy? There's, I don't think there's a paper trail of that. I think there's a number and then it'd be like, uh, yeah, I guess not. So these days that means you can't get away with anything. Like if you're starting your career now, it's all documented. I guess. I I have no idea. You could work for startups. (laughs) They'll just just be out of business in three years. You'll be fine. (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) Uh, yeah, not to make light of everything that's going on, but, uh, NBA basketball is coming back. I believe that. LeBron, or not LeBron, <laughs> I believe that LeBron made a decision for the Lakers. It feels that way, right? If the Lakers say they they had come up with a decision, I feel in the back room, the all turned to LeBron went, yes. And he, and he nodded. Yeah, yeah, he gave the <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> then the Lions came out. and No, I think I, I heard that the, the Lakers and the Clippers were like, we don't want to continue. Mm-hmm. Right? They stood up that much for it, right? Wow, And I think I talked about this earlier in a couple of podcasts ago where you have people who make a lot of the money, right? Yeah. Where this is not going to make that much. And then there's people that make the not so much money 
and they're on one-year deals and stuff like that. So they feel that they need to make their money now. Yes. And, right, sure. And and it's not the fact that they don't want to stand up for in, injustice or anything like that or make a political statement by not playing. They just have to think about their families and what's best for them. It always happens all the time when someone has to make a decision in life. They're like, oh, you can get this promotion and it'll move to New York and make three times as much money and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But people will still turn that down. They're like, I got to go talk to my wife and see it's okay if we move the kids and back up the district and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, there's a lot more factors in other than just, hey, uh, we want to, people still, at the end of the day, have to look out for themselves. Yes, right? they do. Mm-hmm. No one's going to look out for you. That's right. And I learned that old. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I had known that a little bit earlier. Uh, like, nobody's your friend. Look out for yourself. <laughs> I, I learned that. <laughs> I learned that the day my mom said, I moved into Florida. And I said, ah, shit. Oh, you were old too then. <laughs> no, no. This was right after 9-11. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how long ago it was. And I was like, oh, I got to keep a job, which means, well, A, <laughs> I have to find a place. Mm-hmm. B, I probably have to pay rent at this place. C, I have to keep a job to be able to keep paying rent at it's this place the worst isn't it correct and i thought well there's no way i'm moving to florida if i can't what was wrong with you well i understand that but i'm it's young me it's it's i love the area right it's not like uh if, so it felt like packing everything up and then going back and moving with mom i did i was okay with doing that when she lived in the area three times you're so lazy <laughs> but packing it all packing up my nothing and moving out of florida because i'm homeless i could have been florida one little suitcase <laughs> i could have been florida man and i could have been florida man quickly so uh, that's not that wasn't gonna happen not you at know all. that's so interesting like i feel like we still would have met somehow because <laughs> i lived just in florida <laughs> one day one day i'd be like uh you know what i just feel like mom i'm just gonna walk the entire coastline of florida <laughs> and then just meet you in boca raton i used to travel yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would happen. You probably would have gone with your friends down to South Beach or something. Not even chance. <laughs> oh, you mean on the South Side over in Tampa? I think that's no, where. No, honey, South Beach is Miami. I don't know. That's definitely not going to happen. So after harassment claims, Snyder vows that more oversight on the Washington NFL team will be done. So there are really a lot of people are okay, so not it's funny, it's not as people many people are really chopping for his neck yet. I it's mean surprising. There people have mentioned it multiple times and uh-huh. it, after the whole uh Donald uh, uh who's the the guy that had to force who had the, the guy that the force the clippers? Oh um yeah. Donald Silverman? Or, that sounds right. Uh, after that whole fiasco, I'm assuming a lot of people aren't uh, jumping on the NFL uh, claiming Clipper, <laughs> claiming mm-hmm. Clippers, <laughs> uh, that it, they should handle uh, Daniel Snyder the same way, right? There's this NFL players have to uh, 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 keep up this uh, certain figure, right? Yes. To, to uh, keep the privilege of playing in the NFL. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daniel Snyder. Of all the accusations that have been happened, I'm not saying that any of them have happened. You have to be proved in a court of law, right? But that's should not the image that the NFL. Wants. All these accusations are definitely not the things the NFL wants. Should I go over the allegations? Sure, go. Okay, so we have already 25 women have alleged just in general workplace harassment at the hands of the Washington Football Team. Now we have a couple of women now. One of them, Tiffany Bacon Scurby, she's a former cheerleader. I think she, I saw this interview. 
Mm-hmm. She accused the team owner, Dan Snyder, of propositioning her to join his close friend in a hotel room. So that's one thing that came out. Was there any uh, was there any talk of what would happen in a hotel room? Not to my knowledge. I think that can that won't hold up in court. Interesting. Sorry. All right. Uh, Donald Sterling. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So Brad Baker, a former staff member who worked with the team's former play-by-play announcer and senior vice president, Larry Michael, said that it's... Larry Michael, no S. ...said that Snyder requested Michael make a lewd video recording of the outtakes of a cheerleader photo shoot. Now, I did hear about this one. That is kind of awkward to me to to ask for that. Now, if that randomly happened, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, uh... Naturally, but not naturally, but uh, what's, but the, like what's the other word? But like kind of a goofy, like casual, like, hey, hey, if you could get like a video of them. And no, no, no. I'm saying if they were actually at the photo shoot and then there was just them being goofy and raunchy because people like some people, sometimes people joke around, right? You, yeah, they do. You don't mm-hmm. know how people joke around, but if they're, women can be looted sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But if it just happened to be a scenario where it organically happened, that's what I'm going to say. Earlier, right. Okay. Then I'm okay with it. But to, to try to like, oh, this would be good if you set this up. That's weird to me. We have a guy who keeps coming to our floor to use the bathroom uh, when he's not supposed to be. I, I, so the the, the people, uh, we've been yelled at at our company multiple times not to use the other people's floors bathrooms. Right. But there's a maintenance guy that keeps using all the different bathrooms. I see him come into the bathroom like, what oh. is he doing here? And he washes his hands and he leaves. Uh, right. It just you're doing awkward shit. You're, you could, you're just being shady. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can tell when you're being shady. Tell me to make a lewd video. It's being shady. <laughs> right. So then here's my question. It's about not very that. hard to point those people out. <laughs> yeah. So is Dan Snyder shady in that sense? Because then we also have the weird nude calendar or like the topless calendar that they were asked to do down in Mexico, New- I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cancun or whatever. Yeah. For one of the shoots. Probably. I so, mean, that's the thing that probably happens a lot. Uh, uh, and, and not that, uh, not to say that every team probably has makes the suggestion every year i wouldn't be surprised that every so often some team or some person who's probably low man totem pole but probably high man photo shoot person right Mm -hmm. probably makes a suggestion but probably says it in a way that is kind of joking yeah to see if there's a oh that'd be cute (laughs) right right and there's probably i and and not that i'm not trying to disgrace any woman at all uh-huh. But I'm telling you, there has to have been at least one woman that goes, yeah, I'm okay with that. Oh, sure. I bet there are plenty. <laughs> I'm, I'm not yes. saying that it's an excuse to ask wrong. a whole bunch of women. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. I, I just have a feeling that I the way it's being painted, and I'm not yeah. condoning anything that's been to happen or accused. I'm just saying, I can't believe they've asked those women to be huh. topless. I'm sure one of them one time was like, I'm okay with that. I thought the photo shoot actually happened, though. Yeah, it, it did. wasn't just. It was like... okay. So it was a sexy calendar that they do every year, right? And then they pat, they sell it at the what's it called, or they give it to the ticket holders or whatever, or the season ticket holders. I don't, right. I don't know what they do with the calendars. Uh-huh. I've never bought a sexy cheerleader calendar, <laughs> but you looked it gonna... up. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. But I have seen. Uh, I've been watching uh, the Washington football team. Uh, television TVs that they broadcast on the local mass and or whatever, and they do like a three minute snip of them down in uh, Mexico rolling around in the water in the sand. 
That's not on me. You think I went looking for the content? I mean, you just with cheerleaders, I can't because <laughs> I walked in on you a couple of times and it just happened to be on TV. Like, this is what they were showing me right now. And I was it's watching wrong. the live stream of the Bulls game <laughs> and she walks in during a timeout and at halftime. And the only thing on the screen were cheerleaders. And I just happened to be looking like I'm just watching. Your mouth was open. Basketball. <laughs> just a gape. Looking like Dak Shepard from Idiocracy. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm braiding. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I was doing. I was, oh my. I was writing pylon, <laughs> I believe. I really like him, though. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not hard. I'm pretty sure I was writing pylon. Not at that moment. <laughs> moment. Not at those moments. <laughs> all right. Now, Roger Goodall, he did come out against it. He said he released a statement, all right? And he said, we strongly condemn the unprofessional, disturbing, and aberrant behavior and workplace environment alleged in this report which is entirely inconsistent with with our standards and has no place in the NFL. Yeah. So he's That's what I'm talking about. It's 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 reflecting badly on the NFL, right? Yeah. You don't want to think that it's okay for these owners to feel like they're untouchable just because they have a couple dollars. It's I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Uh a lot of people feel that way. I wish I wish I was in a position that I had some money that I had this false sense of security of I could just do whatever I want. Not to say that I want to do things that I could possibly get in jail for. I'm just saying I would love to be like, I'm almost untouchable. <laughs> when yeah. when I got a, a decent job and I got pulled over, I was like, meh, whatever. Before, I was like, oh, how am I going to pay for this? Um, I could probably lose my license. Now, if I get pulled over, I'm like, can I, can I stroke the check now? Not like you could pay a cop, but I'm just saying. Whatever you're gonna do, just write up the damage. I got it. I'm mailing it tomorrow. There's <laughs> so many people pissed with what you're saying right now for so many different reasons. I, but let's continue. It's on. not no, and that's not. I'm not pissing uh, anybody off. I anybody who could afford a speeding ticket, it would be. How much money is really a speed ticket? How many times you've been pulled over? Uh, I get pulled over once every three years. I yeah. I keep <laughs> lucky because it's rolling over. It rolls over every three years. And I just happen to keep, or or anything in the past three years stays on your record. record. I, I keep one on there. <laughs> uh, I think I got a couple more months, so I'm I'm due to get pulled over pretty soon here. Let's break the curse. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I, I'm not saying I'm rich and I can just write tickets left and right. I'm just saying if I get a speeding ticket, I'm not going to worry about how much it is. I'll no. be pissed that I have to pay money, but I get it. I get it. So no one's pissed at me. I mean, I mean again, how much is this being said? 150 at most? You have to understand who um who our are, listeners though, are. <laughs> who you are. Our poor listeners. Saying how many times you get pulled over just I would not talk. That's all I'm going to say. I I bear, I don't get pulled over that much. <laughs> Once every 3 years. I just told you this. I know. I'm saying it's going to happen wear again. Your privilege well. <laughs> Let's go on. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> no. That's that's I mean, uh-huh. that's that's different. Uh, you know what, Gabby? Uh, last week we counted my money. How much you remember was in there? It was like one forty. One hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. No way. <laughs> you remember was it was it? like at fifty dollars. Or- it was like at forty-seven oh bucks. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly me, yeah. betting one hundred. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but I'm about like fifty-three dollars. I might have said fifty-three. I might not. I don't remember. But it's definitely about fifty-three dollars right now. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, Saturday, UFC. I don't remember what I did. Whatever I did, uh, I think I put two 
two fight parlays and lost both. Like one was just the guy jumped on the guy's back and just rode him <laughs> like uh, a bull for 38 seconds instead of eight seconds. And I turned to you. I go, well, this, well, the guy I had was the one underneath. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I turned to you. I said, well, this guy's losing the fight. You just can't have a guy just just hanging on you like a spider monkey for a minute and a half. He looks skinny and scrawny, though. Like that's it just. I know <laughs> it seemed like it was nothing, but yeah. that's, they were fighting. <laughs> that's gonna take. It's gonna wear you out. I as soon as the guy was on there for more than ten seconds, like, well, I lost this fight. Aww. Uh And then I, th- I think I took the over in the next fight, and in the last fight, it was a big upset, and that lost my second. So you know, there you go. Uh, Saturday NBA. Uh, let's see if I have these things right. I took Boston at minus seven and a half. That was against Philly. That was that ended one ten one oh six. That looks to be a, a loser. Uh, the Clippers. I gotta stop saying oh, so much. Clippers minus seven at Dallas. Not really at Dallas at the bubble, but not at the bubble, but but it was the. <laughs> uh, 133 137 that was a uh a parlay minus 135 on the parlays on both of those at uh for two game it was just too much juice i didn't want to take it i should have just faded myself and just won my money that way there's a lot of times i should have just faded myself in the past i don't know month and a half which i should start doing but it's i'm still not gonna do it because i feel like that's when i'm gonna get on my heater (laughs) Is I'm going to start fading myself and losing, and that's when my heater starts, and I should be making money on my heater instead of my losing on my fading. It's it's a whole mind game on my. It really that. is. It <laughs> gives me a headache. <laughs> All right, Monday two game NBA parlays: Bucks money line, Heat minus six and a half. That was a winner. Uh, three game money line for M- Major League Baseball. Uh, these are good teams. I figured it was no brainer. Uh, Twins, Reds, Astros money line. <laughs> Brewers beat the Reds four to two. I don't know how that happened. Uh, late NBA action. Lake Show minus seven and a half. Your final would be LA one thirty five. Portland one fifteen. It's, it's, nice. Here's the best part of this whole segment right here. Gabby doesn't know if it's a winner or loser until I hit the button. I, I really don't. <laughs> like it's so suspenseful. Uh, Tuesday, some more action going on. Mavs at uh, Clippers. Live bet this game at halftime. The over two forty six. And Dallas plus two twenty two because I said you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta take them by the horns and just believe that they're gonna catch up and that's what happened right so Dallas one eleven uh, Clippers one fifty four uh, they that was definitely a win on the over they crushed that over uh, Dallas loses by forty three so the Clippers crushed the halftime spread by another twenty points. That's that was ridiculous. It's one thing to to, <laughs> to to hit the over and be fine about it, but when yeah. when the spread goes from twenty two and a half to forty three and two, I mean, come on now. How this, on earth? Mm. I think that was the game that uh, Luca might have got hurt, but I don't remember. I also took Utah minus three. I took the Buffalo uh, Blue Jays money line. <laughs> I two two live bets chasing the Lakers and the Blazers over under. What? Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I should I should totally be fading myself. Just at let point. me let me choose for you <laughs> for one week. Oh, let's I, do it for one week. I don't want to break the wrong button. <laughs> 
So I turn to the only thing that can save me at this point, right? Virtual sports. No. And I don't think you know what virtual sports are. Maybe I don't. You're thinking of sim sports. Yes. Virtual sports is different. So what happens is I go into mybookie.ag, promo code CWFL, and there's a little section where they have basketball and volleyball, or I don't know, actually, I don't think it's volleyball, tennis, racing, right? Mm-hmm. And they give you, they say two teams are up next. It puts up a, uh, I guess it takes, uh, it makes a line based off of something. I don't know what the line is based off of. Maybe the line is always the same. I haven't checked that. But it's always random teams against each other. Maybe mm-hmm. I should try to keep some record to see if the line is the same each time against the same team, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it does some math calculations, right? And it oh. simulates the game behind the hood. But for entertainment purposes, what it's going to do now is going to take old clips of old basketball teams, of those two teams playing each other, and then it'll show baskets happening. So I get to watch like a mini little <laughs> game. Right. Yeah. But it's only highlights. It's like watching the highlights of a game, mm-hmm. and it shows you. Oh, it's uh, it, sh- it shows LeBron dunking a, uh, a basket. Right. And it's like, oh, it's uh, twelve to seven. Right. <laughs> and then and it'll show like J.R. Smith hitting a three, and it's like, oh, it's thirty-four to seven or seventeen or something like that in the second. If you're losing, don't you just lose your mind? Like, I want to see what happened in between that jump from thirty to seven. Oh yeah. So the the way the 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 points maybe shift sometimes is uh. just ridiculous. I'm like, I'm up by ten, and next thing you know, I'm down by four, <laughs> because it the game. So the games I think happen every five minutes, and the games only last the little clips that they put together, compiled together somehow magically. They only last like a minute and a half, maybe. You do realize that you you've officially become a degenerate it at this point. It doesn't like, really this is look not... at this point. This is really just guessing what the computer model would probably do, right? As opposed to actual problems that you know players get hurt. You know what happens in virtual sports? Every player plays. <laughs> it's like little league baseball. Everybody never gets hurt, and everybody gets a chance. No players are playing with the virtual sports. You're trying to outthink a computer that doesn't give a shit about you it's or the f- money you have. It's a coin flip at that point. Okay, so who cares? You're throwing money away. So now that I've explained it, uh, I've lost six and a half units. <laughs> but wait for it. I've also won twelve units. So I'm up six units playing virtual sports, virtual basketball, watching LeBron in uh, Cleveland jerseys. <laughs> watch it. I watched the other day. Uh, I, I bet on uh, Spurs and, <laughs> and Tim Duncan was playing. It's, oh, wow. It's very weird. Throwback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a grind to do it. And I also kind of hate it, but I kind of like it, too, because it, ta- it really takes out the 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 complete oh, these three players got injured on the same play. They're going to sit out, and the other team is kind of going to have a, a free-for-all or something like that, right? Some fluke things are not – you just don't get that in there, right? The problem with it is is to make that uh, those six units is about a two-and-a-half-hour grind <laughs> just sitting here. It's like sitting down and playing – you know what it is? It's literally sitting down and playing blackjack. Or Kino, I'm thinking, like you wait for Kino to happen every ten minutes yeah, or so. Kinda, but that's uh, but but the, my odds are better, right? I'm fifty fifty on either you're gonna win or lose. I did see one game that did tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's no. like 107, 107. That's uh, terrible. Uh, sometimes if I can't get if I can't get a read on which team it is, I usually go to over and it'll be fine. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And and I get into I, I I play it for a little bit, and I won't play. I've only played it like twice so far, and I've only played it when I felt eh, <laughs> right about NBA, and I didn't bet anything on NBA. Uh, at, at that time well i okay so i did lose some money that day and i was like i gotta make up gotta earn it <laughs> but i it's not a thing that i want to do too often especially when i don't have a lot of money when when my roll gets back up to 500 uh <laughs> one <laughs> one such I'm, a gambler i still might i still might go over and do some one dollar virtual bets just for hey because it's fun it's it's kind of fun to do when you have money and you can do it uh at this point when your your roll is only at 50 you shouldn't touch it as much uh, but I just tried it just to try it out a little bit. I knew that I, w- I knew I would at least break out 50 50 or I would at least win to uh, get my money back. But I went on a little hot streak and I was like, oh, you know what? And then I hit uh, I hit what I'm at where I'm at right now, which is kind of where I was at the beginning of the week. And I said, that's it. I'm not going to try and go over because that's when you just lose all again. Yeah. I knew when to stop. It was fun. it was two and a half hours. <laughs> Good for you. I knew when to stop. I'm proud of you. Uh, and other than that, that that's all I did. Wednesday, you know, no NBA because of the boycotts. And also today, everything's postponed. Mm-hmm. So everything's back to normal on Friday and we'll be all good. We know for sure it will be back to normal. Yeah, Friday. they've all decided that it's going to happen. Again. Okay. Now, what happens if, okay, you've got a contract, right? What happens if players then decide tomorrow morning we're not going to do this? There's a lot of opt-outs uh, mm-hmm. of what happens if the – so getting together and having everything happen, a lot of the stuff they had to worry about was just health issues and stuff like that, right? That was the main thing everything was focused on. But there's probably uh, opt-outs or stipulations based off of what would happen if there was an outbreak or uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, natural disaster, like a hurricane probably, right? Oh, yeah. Because sure. they're down in Florida or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, there's probably – wording in there that has like some kind of stuff in there so yeah. either they're gonna lose out on their money because that's how the contract is or maybe they get partial money i don't i don't, I don't think they're gonna get fully paid i guarantee you they're not probably gonna get fully paid for whatever they are and that's why that's why i think a lot of the players decided not to opt out because getting not anywhere close to their they probably get 20 percent paid out or something like that gotcha yeah, there has to be something. They they probably put something some something in there so there's a little something for a player if he has to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not as bad as if just not getting paid. I, I guarantee that's probably in the contract. But I guarantee all the other players are like, I don't want to take that low amount of money. I want to get my full contract, and then hopefully work out my contract next year. Right. What were you gonna say? Oh, just wondering about you mentioned it though. Like you already talked about like how many people. If they opt out, like what the percentage will be, and then well, I don't know for a fact, but I can yeah. imagine there is some yeah. some 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 juice left. So you covered it. Like I was just wondering if they get anything if they chose not to. Oh no, yeah, I'm assuming there's something in the something in there that says if circumstances happen, as opposed to you know, if you quit, you get nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. there's some uh, something that overall affects the whole thing, right? Do you think? Okay, but here's the thing. Do you think we will you see not, players just walking off the court tomorrow night? S- some might, some may not. I don't know. Yeah. But I can tell you what, uh, you, you forfeit a game if a certain amount of teammates aren't there. Mm-hmm. You can also be the teammate that stays because you're on the bench, right? That was a that was an event that didn't you didn't cause, 
right? Mm-hmm. Right. But the team didn't play. Right. So Okay, so you wouldn't be... Yeah, do you not get paid because the team didn't play the game or... I, I hear what you're saying right. there. There's yeah, always there's always something in there, but I don't know what I honestly don't know what any of the verbiage is. Or mm-hmm, I've not mm-hmm. been able to pen through the contract. I've been very busy, avoiding cars on the highway. Everything. <laughs> there's a lot of things I gotta do. <laughs> what am what the going on there? It's <laughs> gonna read mail for a second. <laughs> oh, Gabby, pad for a second. So I am all queued up. I mean, you probably thought what my eyes were doing, but I have my laptop in front of me. Oh. Went on the Facebook to get all the different people we want to say thank you to for joining us. So I'm ready whenever Boofer's ready. All right, perf. Uh, so, Gabby. Boofer. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening to another fine presentation of the Can't Win for Losing podcast. You're welcome. And a special thanks for those... For, and a special thanks... For the support from listeners like you, I'm going to get that right for the first time at one point in my life. I don't know when it's going to happen, but one day. It'll be so sad. <laughs> It'll be it's so like sad when you can be able to read. Your character. No, like. <laughs> part of our, everybody knows my character is I slur and I don't know what I'm saying half the time. And I'm just stupid. I don't need that to be part of my character anymore. I need to be smart and educated. You are a smart man. You noticed that you didn't say you were educated either. <laughs> you are educated in many ways. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're new to the show, smash the subscribe button. Uh, and go ahead and share it with your friends, all of your friends. If you don't know who your friends are, just look on your Facebook page. They're all there, smiling back at you, mm-hmm. showing all their vacation photos of places that you wish you could have gone to. Not now. If you haven't already, please leave us a... You know what? If you've listened to the podcast more than three episodes, go ahead and leave us a little review. It could be nice. Five stars are always appreciated. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, Republic Radio, all those, all those Overcast, Castbox. If you have a podcast app in your pocket on your phone, just go in, uh, open it up, and search "Can't Win for Losing." And don't forget to follow us over at CWFL Podcast. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on the Facebooks. We got groups and pages. We got all of them. Is there anything else Facebooks has? Teams? I don't think so. They have rooms. Shops? They have rooms. <laughs> they have rooms? Do we have a room? <laughs> they have a marketplace. They have a market. Are we on a marketplace? Are we for sale? What are we selling? <laughs> Everything's for sale. <laughs> uh, speaking of Facebook Live, be sure to join us every Thursday where we do a live and in-person Facebook live event you know, a little bit of an extended happy hour. We have a little drinks. We just like hanging out, making us ourselves available to chat and just shooting the S with before we record a new podcast. Uh, this week, we got to sit down and play some retro Sega Genesis. It's pretty fun. Check it out. Uh, Gabby. Yeah, Boofer. I'd like to thank th- some people for checking it out this week. Okay. And those people are Jill, Tina, Gina, Wow, Tina, Gina, that's so fun to say together. Okay, Tina and Gina, Dan, Anya, Matt, Bruno, Jamie, Eric, Rufus, Jessica, Philip, Cindy, Michael, Laura, Rick, Kristen, and Andrew. Thank you for joining us. And if any of those people want to start wagering like I do, you can head on over to myboogie.ag, create a free account, and get 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your initial deposit of at least $100. Simply enter our easy-to-remember promo code, in which I will give to you now. CWFL. 
Head on over to mybookie.ag and get your 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 with your initial deposit using our promo code CWFL. Remember, all links that we mentioned in today's episode are listed below in the podcast description. You know why? Because I like just to make your life that much easier to support us. Gabby. Boofer. Where can everyone find and follow you at? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Marie Reality TV Reviews. Also on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. Oh, Gabby. Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one.